Alex freaking Reyes. Pain. That's uh, <laughs> you want to know why I'm a sports fan, why I follow tennis, so I follow the WNBA playoffs, why I love every single sport. You know why? Because by October, every single year, my teams are done. Boston College, you know, in a sport that is only Alabama, Clemson, and a handful of SEC schools, where in a sport where only a handful of losses and you're basically, you know, irrelevant, you get to play in the, you know, the Peach Bowl. The Falcons, I get to deal with that every year. I only get a few weeks to get my hopes up. And then, you know, our quarterback gets injured for BC. We lose to a, a bad Clemson team. The Falcons can't get it out of their own way since being up 28-3 in the Super Bowl. And the St. Louis Cardinals haven't won a World Series in a decade. Um, and, of course, it's, it's, you know, it's me watching that game knowing even the second we were up one nothing in the top of the first against Max Scherzer, we were going to lose that game. Mike Schultz, uh, should you have put Reyes in? I mean, our season would have ended because we had some guy named McFarland in anyway. I mean, yeah, he's been fine. Do you leave him in? Who do you else to go to in the bullpen? Is it Genesis Cabrera? I mean, there's so many. That's that's not that's so minuscule a thing. I, I get Alex Reyes uh, had the, one of the shakiest months ever, like the streakiest player ever. Uh, my God, he was lights out, an all-star, had one of the worst Augusts ever, blows up, loses the closer role. But then he actually, he was pretty good in the win streak. Seven of nine scoreless appearances, five wins out of the bullpen, three holds. I mean, he really helped us into the playoffs, so I don't dislike. He's got nasty stuff, but of course, Chris Taylor uh, comes in, first guy he faces. Chris Taylor, who went 7 of 58 to end the season, basically lost his job, his everyday playing time. That's batting a buck 21, one home run, five RBIs, 23 strikeouts. Ray is a strikeout pitcher, and of course, Chris Taylor launches a home run. And I didn't even bet the game because I figured, you know, I'm bad luck when bad luck when I bet the game. So I stay away from it. And of course, the Cardinals, whoever was even on Cardinals run line, they just thought maybe it's a one run game. Bam. Two run homer game season. Playoff favorites, World Series favorites move on. The Dodgers, the defending champs. Cardinals, here's why the bullpen move doesn't matter. And again, it's you know, if Reyes strikes him out, and then we go win win this game. We get a run in the top of the 10th and close it out. Reyes, you know, shuts him down. Then we're praising Mike Schilt. Just like if uh, when uh, Dave Roberts pulled Max Scherzer, right? Everyone's going, holy crap. Joe Kelly comes in, shuts down the door. We're, you know, we're not even talking about it. If the Dodgers lose, that's all we're talking about. If that blew up in his face. So, you know, that's how sports talk goes. Here's why the Cardinals lost. And it's, I feel like this is always, this is just the most Cardinal game ever. I get Scherzer's good. I get the Dodgers are good. 0 for 11 runners in scoring position. How are you going to win? How? <laughs> right? You get a run. You can't hold it. I mean, the pitching held us in the game. Wayno was fine. He gives up the home run to Turner. I mean, he hung one. He had a great, I mean, he worked into out of trouble, gritty performance from Wayno. He was loving it. I'm excited to get him back another year. But that's the thing. It's like, Okay, let's run it back and have a wild card team. Are we going to be better than the Brewers? Uh, the Reds are still going to be up there. Are we going to be able to, you know, overtake them again late? Did the Cubs do anything? Are they going to try and improve? Pirates, the, the Pirates are claiming that they have something to build off of. Hey, they did go over their win total. 
I, you know, what, what's it's so deflating because you have a great September and I can't be, you know, it was a special September. That was the team. We were the talk of baseball. And then in the blink of an eye, it's gone. And now you're a non-story. You're just a little small town team out of St. Louis that has a great fan base. But, uh, you know, we're a non-national topic until next March. What are we going to do? Um, say goodbye to Matt Carpenter. Uh, you know, I liked it, loved his career, uh, bad contract towards the end, you know, a guy that was uh, at his best, one of the greatest hitters. I, I could watch Matt Carpenter taking a bat all day when he was, you know, hitting home runs. He's always taking good at bats, taking pitches, extending at bats, um, you know, but it just didn't work out. So say goodbye to Matt Carpenter, Carlos Martinez. See you later. Both of these are club options. I, they're both going to be declined. You would think. Um, see you later, J.A. Happ and John Lester. Thanks for playing. I mean, good Lord, you get them for a couple of months and then one game playoff, you don't, they don't even see the field, right? Um, so, you know, great. They're on the restrictive free agents. No reason to bring them back. Um, I've been saying this. Why didn't we go after Max Scherzer, Trey Turner? We clearly have a need at shortstop. Sosa's fine. He helped uh, fill the starting role and defensive role when DeYoung couldn't figure out how to hit. How is that contract going to look? Is the young going to bounce back? We could have used Trey Turner. He's still under contract for another year. Scherzer's about to be a free agent, free agent but he's a St. Louis guy. We should go after Scherzer this offseason. I wanted Scherzer at the break. You know, if we're going to pay Wayno and Molina millions of dollars late in their career saying, hey, we're going for it, then freaking go for it. Let, let's get on the same page here. Go after I want to see you going for it now. I want to see you going after Scherzer and Trey Turner, not letting the rich get richer in the Dodgers. They realize what they have. They're going for it every single year, and they're going for it. They're trading for Machado, um, and et cetera. We're trading for J.A. Happ and John Lester. We've been doing that for 10 years at the deadlines. Why we've been playing 500 baseball every single year, even when we're missing the playoffs. When we're making the playoffs, we had the surprise NLCS run in 2019, and then we got swept. Uh it's just frustrating. Mike Schilt's fine. Again, who are you going to bring in there? Whitley. I would not have wanted to see Andrew Miller. Genesis Cabrera was, you know, he had his fair stretches of being really awful out of the bullpen. Do you leave McFarland in? As soon as I saw McFarland, and I know the numbers have been fine, but TJ McFarland, that's just a comedic name for the way for the Cardinals to lose. And it ends up, that ends up giving them the loss, right? Or maybe it was Reyes. I don't know. The two-run homer. Okay, this offseason, we've made splashes. Goldschmidt, Arenado, but again, the trade deadline, that's where you really add on to your team. Again, we're just essentially saying run it back, right? Are we going to make a splash this offseason? Decent free agent pool. Go after Scherzer. Go get Seager, Corey, uh, not Kyle. Uh, Trevor Story, he would be awesome if we signed him. Carlos Correa, I mean, he's banging a trash can, but that dude's electric. We'll see him in the postseason. Marcus Stroman, I would love. Fill out that rotation nicely. Marcus Simeon. What a year for him. He's going to get a bag. Hell, I'd take Robbie Ray. Maybe the AL Cy Young resurgence. Um, let's get active this free agency. Let's not get complacent, Cardinals fans. Great September. And, of course, you lose in the one game. You know, the one game wild card sucks. I get it. It's the same way for the Dodgers. If they, if they lost, again, I would be celebrating the one game wild card. But it's tough. I would like to see your entire season not come down to one game. Maybe a best two out of three. Um, maybe that's in the future of baseball, but maybe it's not as they like to stay stuck in their own ways. Again, I mentioned my, you know, what am I BC has our backup quarterback and now we're playing for, you know, a one loss. 
we got NC State coming up uh, next week. We're bye week. It's just, you know, it's hard to get excited. I will stay excited, but, uh, you know, it's tough. Cardinals, done. I don't have an NHL team. I just watch the sport. NBA team, I really don't have. I just watch the sport. Um, <laughs> Falcons. Calvin Ridley, personal matter. I have no idea what's going on, so I don't want to slam the guy, right? We don't know what's going on uh, in anybody's lives, so we hope he's doing all right, but he's missing the game. Russell Gage, missing the game. It's in London. I mean, crazy shit happens in London. The Jets just coming off their win. Zach Wilson's going to tear us apart. Worst defense in the league, giving up the most points per game uh, to an opponent. Matt Ryan is going to throw to Cordero Patterson, try and get the ball to Kyle Pitts. And then Olamide Zacchaeus. Um, <laughs> Falcon season's over. What am I, I? And I've actually done a good job of not hyping myself up this year. I knew we were going to get destroyed by the Eagles. I had a glimmer of hope uh, when they were down by one, maybe one score against the Bucks. Then I knew they were going to beat the Giants, which looks pretty good in hindsight. And then you should have beat the Washington football team. And of course, you collapse in the final minute because you are the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to beat the Jets. I don't think so. But let's wrap up here and get some more NFL headlines from our guy, our weekly hit with Ricky Larson of Lucky Shots Media. Uh, Cardinals, you're killing me. You're killing me. Uh, Let's talk some NFL football. Let's get to the NFL. It's our weekly hit with Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media. Follow him on Twitter, YouTube. Uh, We've got the links posted for you here. Let's talk uh, just some different fantasy storylines coming on. Uh, into this week as we approach NFL Week 5. We've got the Thursday night football game, a good one tonight. This will be posted, so we will uh, break down that game briefly to close this out here. But I want to start with quarterbacks and kind of something I saw that was interesting. Derek Carr having a great season and then did not perform great or kind of how he had the first couple of weeks against the Chargers. Bosa, that defense able to get to it. And I read this quote where Derek Carr was pissed off uh, that Bosa had some post-game comments that basically said, Hey, we knew once we knocked him around a couple times, he shelled up. Um, and my question is, do you stay away from Derek Carr in potential matchups? Like say the bears, if Khalil Mack can get there. Uh, no, I, I, I still believe in Derek Carr for this season as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just a really good game plan by the Chargers. Uh, and you kind of look at the first quarter, the Raiders also had that same game plan against Justin Herbert. So are we going to stay away from Justin Herbert because of what happened? Right. I, we won't, you know. And sure, he's got two tough matchups coming up, Chicago and Denver. Mm-hmm. Those are those are tough. So if you can try to pivot away from him for the next couple of weeks, sure. Go ahead. But after that, he's got the Giants. He's got the Eagles, uh, Cincinnati, Washington. And, you know, those are really good matchups. So don't don't drop them or anything. But if you want to pivot away from them for these next two weeks, go ahead. I wouldn't. If I had Derek Carr, I'd roll them out still. You're still yeah, sticking a starter. What are some streaming options for those that maybe have a quarterback that you're a little bit more worried about? that could potentially be a pop and play. One I really like is Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he's not doing anything special, but he's going out. He's throwing for 250 to 300 per game. He's got Terry McLaurin, 
who's an animal. He lost Logan Thomas, but he also got Curtis Samuel back. So That's that, right. that offense is a team that they may not be doing well in real football, but for fantasy football, they're doing great. So he's a guy that I would look at. Um, and then, you know, if, if Teddy Twinkletoes is out there and he, I believe he'll still play this coming week. Yep. That's right. Injured against somebody the Ravens. I would, looks yeah, like he, questionable on track to play this week. Well, and you know, when somebody comes off of a concussion, you gotta, you gotta always watch um, whether or not they'll play that next week. But those are a couple of guys that I wouldn't mind rolling out. Um, even Ryan Tannehill, the, that offense has kind of been struggling, but he's a guy that's always pretty consistent. Um, should have AJ Brown this week. Yeah, that's um, right. So, and they got the Jags. Uh, I think still somebody you could roll out. Yeah, and like you said, it's against the Jags. So, I like it. Um, I like how you brought up Curtis Samuel. We'll get back to kind of receivers making their so-called debuts uh, potentially this week. Uh, but sticking with quarterbacks, what's a quarterback you trust the most, right? We're talking streamers. We're talking, uh, do you really love your guy? You know, who's the guy that you are just, hell yeah, I'm going to get my points through my quarterback position this week. I've, I've marked down no particular order. Russell Wilson, Mahomes. Uh, how about Stafford, Kyler Murray? Is there anyone I'm missing? Who is the quarterback you trust, Ricky Larson? Uh, besides Kyler, because I'm rolling him out every single week in one of my leagues. Uh, and Justin Herbert, who I'm also rolling out. I, yeah. I love Herbert. He's great. Um, but Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, and you said Russell Wilson. I don't know how much I trust Russell Wilson. It's not that no. I don't trust Russell Wilson. It's just I don't trust Pete Carroll. I don't trust that offensive play calling yeah. to, you know, supplement anything like that. But Aaron Rodgers – I will always trust in Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's got Devontae Adams, probably arguably the best receiver in the league. Mm -hmm. uh, he got things going with Randall Cobb last week, which you love to see. Yeah. Uh, and then he's always got that deep threat of Marquez, uh, or not Marquez. Valdez uh, Scantling, yeah, he's got a couple of them, MBS. Um, geez, I mean, they throw out new receivers there, it seems, almost every week, but. Rogers. Yeah, yeah, and Rodgers is somebody I'm rolling out in DFS this week. Yep. Uh, they play Cincinnati, so, you know, they haven't really proven to be a defense that's going to stop the pass, so he, he's somebody I trust for this week. The, the, the craziest NFL game of, you know, the past year was trying to explain how the Saints uh, dismantled Green Bay, and then we remember it was in Jacksonville because of the hurricane, like just a weird scenario for week one, and now Aaron's back to being Aaron. Well, and we, we, uh, Jacob and I on my show that's going to be out today, yes. uh, we talked about the Saints a little bit and just they're confusing as hell. Mm -hmm. Like, besides week one, which I think was a fluke, just judging yeah. on the way they've played the past three games since then, and to not give Alvin Kamara a single target last week is just it's bonkers. So I, I, we just, we kind of talked about, we just don't know what's going on with the saints and the Falcons, you know? Oh yeah. Those two teams are just really confusing to us so far. Make sure to check that out. Lucky shots media. This is Ricky Larson, his show, his weekly show dropping today. So lots of good stuff to diving into the new week of NFL football. Um, 
is Derrick Henry one of the most sure things we have ever seen in the last couple of years? 113 attempts. I mean, they don't even care. They're just like, here, Derrick, you're, you're good. this is your career. We are going to run you into the ground 20 more times than the next guy in terms of rushing attempts. What did I miss here? Why were we drafting Christian McCaffrey? Why were we going Cook next? Why were we going Devonta Adams? Where was Henry slipping? Like, I, I, I mean, this guy is just, he never gets injured. He's always leading the league in rushing. It's crazy. This guy is such a surefire thing in running back. The the biggest reason that people tend to steer away from uh, Henry as opposed to those other guys you talked about is one with his workload. Like you just you expect there to be an injury at some point, <laughs> especially because he's had this workload since he was in high school. Correct like 300 plus carries every single year he's played running back since he was in high school. That's, that's insane. But you also have to think of PPR value. And when you have a guy like Derrick Henry, who doesn't get receptions, you're like, eh, is it, is it going to be, you know, weeks where I'm getting maybe 15 points? Cause he just ran for 150 yards and that's it. Right. But Derrick Henry is PPR pro. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bless you. No problem. Uh, he's a guy that's PPR prone because he will run for over a hundred yards every single week. He will get a touchdown at least one at some point. And the Titans are kind of working him in now to the passing game, you uh, know, but regardless of the passing game, he will get you at 15 to 20. He'll go off for 47. Like he's a guy that we shouldn't sleep on. He, should be, if not number one, that number two pick because right. McCaffrey, all obviously, with all of the workload he gets, but he gets injured. So, yeah, that's the thing is like hindsight's always twenty twenty. But I'd be interested to see how the year ends up. Is Derrick Henry just going to blow away like Cook and McCaffrey in terms of fantasy points? We'll see. Um, some top receivers right now. I love what I'm seeing from Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. These young guys kind of stepping up. Debo Samuel, DJ Moore is flying onto the scene, getting 25 points per game fantasy-wise. Justin Jefferson making a case for Rookie of the Year last year. He's doing it again this year in the receiving game. Uh, I got to go Tyree Kill, though. That guy's the fastest guy in the league. Maybe the world had a huge day. Uh, who are some of your top receivers and a good young bunch we've got in the NFL to watch? Yeah, uh, one one guy that I do have to apologize for is uh, DJ Moore. Mm. At the beginning of the season, I was really harping on him because I'm like, he doesn't get tar all of the targets. He doesn't get touchdowns. He If he's scoring for you, it's one big play, and that's where he's scoring. This year, he's killing it. He's yeah. getting a lot of targets. He's getting touchdowns. He's getting all of that. Another guy, Jamar Chase. Mm -hmm. uh, He's another one I was not high on, but he's going out there and he's doing exactly what he was supposed to do, exactly what was expected of him coming out of college. Uh, he's he's doing fantastic. And then once he's healthy, Sterling Shepard. I don't yeah. want people to forget what he did those first three weeks of the season. Absolutely phenomenal. And once he's healthy and hopefully, you know, it'll be a couple more weeks before we see him because you don't want to mess with hamstrings. Mm -hmm. They just, they ruin seasons if you don't take care of them properly. Uh, so once he's back, 
I, I could see him being in that top 15 for wide receivers, honestly. The talent's always there. He's often injured, um, but Daniel Jones having a much improved year as well, which shouldn't go unnoticed for the Giants. Um, yeah, that's a, it's Sterling Shepard. I, I like that a lot. Um, Josh Gordon's impact. What could, I saw one of the worst trades in one of my leagues because some guy obviously loves Flash Gordon a little bit too much. He gave up way too much for him. Just one of the more lopsided trades I've seen. Is he going to make me look foolish? What can we expect from Patrick Mahomes and Josh Gordon, you know, reinstatement number 47? Here's all of what I have for Josh Gordon. It's been nine years since his last full season of football. Okay. It's been a while. 2013 was his breakout year with Cleveland. He had 159 targets, 1600 yards, nine touchdowns. Like the guy is obviously a great wide receiver, but it's been two years since the last time he touched the field. Mm-hmm. so nine years since his last full season two years since he's actually touched the field and what's his impact going to be for the chiefs look at guys like mccole hardman this year mm-hmm. has 18 targets he's in that kind of wide receiver two role mm-hmm. only 18 targets only 13 catches and one touchdown he only has a 13 percent target share you know and then you want to look back at the guy before mccole hardman sammy Watkins. He was in that wide receiver two role, 55 targets, 37 receptions and two touchdowns last year. I don't, I don't think Josh Gordon is going to really have that much of an impact. If he's going to have an impact, it's going to be, holy crap. He just caught a 60 yard touchdown and that's going to be it because you have Tyree kill. Who's that wide receiver one. You have Travis Kelsey who essentially is either the wide receiver one or two. Mm -hmm. And that's where a bulk of those targets go. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's a cool story. Josh Gordon finally back in the league. He's going to be on the pass happy Chiefs. But I wouldn't I wouldn't invest anything in him until we see maybe, you know, he's getting five targets a game. Yeah. Just I mean, he doesn't even know the playbook. Uh, you said it, a lot of mouths to feed on the Kansas City offense fantasy wise. Yeah, I you know, I guess we'll see. But. Um, but I mean, it, it is a nod to how good he still has to be yeah. to be reinstated the day after signs with the chiefs to their practice squad. And then a few days later, he's already up on their 53 man roster and Andy Reid's already ready to roll him out. Like, yeah, he's still got to be really good. If he, within a week is not in the NFL and now he's going to play in a game with the Kansas city chiefs. Yes. So he's a guy to watch, but I, I don't think he's going to have much of an impact, at least this week. Uh, speaking of this week, I, I kind of marked some matchups, whether you, you know, I, after watching the Browns Vikings game, I am kind of looking at this Browns chargers game. And I'm like, is there any little bit of you that is hesitant for one of those weapons, Eckler, Allen, Mike Williams, because the Browns are so dominant? No, uh, I would roll out both running backs for uh, the Browns Mm -hmm. and I would roll everything out for the chargers. Herbert, he's going to be great. Their offensive line is better than the Vikings. I'll just go out and say that. Uh, Sure. The Browns are a scary defense, but there are so many weapons on that charger side of the ball. And we saw last week, you know, the, the Raiders had a good game plan, implemented it, but then the Chargers, they they made adjustments. They yeah. did the football thing. They made adjustments, came out and played 
lights out. Eckler played insane. You had Herbert going out, throwing touchdowns. Like, th- this is a game where I'm honestly scared for the Browns. I don't know if their offense can keep up. Yes. And they're going to have to rely on their defense to go out and make plays. Uh, because if you can only score 14 against the Vikings, right? like not, not trying to, you know, shit on the Vikings, but Please you can do. only score 14 points on the Vikings. There's something wrong with your offense. Right. Um, that's going to be interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Chargers two point favorites at home. Uh, that's an afternoon slate game. One I'll be watching intently. 49ers Cardinals. I, I can't figure out one, the 49ers defense, right? Um, I don't know. Just interesting game. I can't figure out the Cardinals offense either. You've got, you know, D hop and then Rondell Moore's there a couple weeks. Now he's not Christian Kirk is coming onto the scene. Now he's not uh, James Connors getting into the end zone a couple of times. Like it, it's a mystifying offense. And I wonder if that's on design um, storylines from this game. Fantasy wise, what are we going to see from Trey Lance? Right. Potentially Jimmy G we'll see. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, so on the 49er side of the ball, you you would hope that they're going to play Lance. We saw how Jimmy G played last year when he had an injury, that ankle injury. Sure, it's not his ankle this year. It's what is hamstring, I believe. I, believe. So, yeah, I don't have that, yeah. But still, it's going to affect the way that he's planting, the way that he's throwing, all of that. And Lance didn't look bad last week no. coming in. You know, he only completed 50% of his passes – but he had a good, a good connection with Debo. He's got George Kittle out there that's a stud. Mm-hmm. And he can run the football. You know, he, it's an offense that's very creative. And with Trey Lance in there, we've already seen how they can be creative with him. I think he should be the move for the Niners, but we'll yeah. just have to see. Um, yeah, but the seeing- Cardinals, I think it's, it's going to be a Kyler Murray show. Right. I don't know anything – Outside of that, yeah, right. uh, you know, I would expect James Conner to probably get another touchdown because they just give him the ball when they're inside the 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edmonds is always a good play because he is always, I mean, 14 points per game is where he's sitting. He's a touchdown away from having a 20-point game for you. Yeah. So he's a guy. I mean, the one that I'm really worried about is DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand I know he had the one game where he was maimed probably got less of a workload because of that but even before that you know he's being out targeted he's being out he isn't leading the team in receptions he's not leading the team in yards yeah. and he's only had touchdowns those first two weeks and beyond that you know he's just kind of been there he's hasn't been hop. he's just been another player on the card right. mm-hmm. um but I think this could be a week where maybe we see some more D hop. Yeah. I, the Cardinals, I will, you'll see uh lucky shots media again, Ricky Larson, who are kind of our uh, sports betting partnership will drop tomorrow. Check out his uh, new week show as well as they break down the matchups fantasy wise Garoppolo's calf did not practice Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, I, I would go Trey Lance too, but my, geez, I love the Cardinals because the 49ers are just so banged up right now. Trent uh, Williams is banged up. Kittle's questionable. Kinlaw, their rookie running back by committee. They're all injured. Um, who knows? We'll see. Um, yeah. Bill's chiefs, best defense in the league, best offense in the league clash. 
what are the fantasy kind of implications of that? So uh, we have a little bit of a debate about this as well on my show. I think, and this is just a hot take, I think the Bills are going to go out and beat the Chiefs by two touchdowns. Mm. They look good. That being said, I think you still roll out every fantasy option you have for Offense both galore. teams. Yeah. Allen, obviously he's he's an enigma. He's great. He's going to go out and give you a bunch of points. I just went out and traded for uh, Stephon Diggs. I think he's going to have a big game. Uh, Dawson Knox is a guy who you don't yeah. necessarily know if he's going to have one of those games, but he's already had two this year right. where – couple touchdown receptions he's a guy zach moss even i mean the running back field right now in any fantasy league i guarantee you is a little rough it always Mm -hmm. is he's a guy that especially against the chiefs he's he's got a chance for some good volume some good points and then the chiefs i mean obviously you're gonna roll out mahomes you're gonna roll out hill you're gonna roll out kelsey kelsey's gonna have a bounce back week he had a not good week last week you'll roll him out. The only person I probably would be a little hesitant on is Clyde. Mm -hmm. I'm always hesitant on him and the bills defense is good. And I think he's going to be the one that kind of takes the shellacking on behalf of the bills defense. Interesting. Our uh, Ricky Larson, we'll get you out of here with this should be a good one. Thursday night football tonight. Again, make sure to check out uh, on Twitter, all the different links to their stuff, YouTube, Twitter, Uh, Lucky Shots Media. We've got Rams, Seahawks tonight. I like the Rams. Like the Rams. Uh, I think I saw a stat. The Seahawks are wearing like their green jerseys, like they're undefeated in the action green. Russell, Wilson, primetime Russ. Yeah, Seahawks look pretty banged up. Carson, questionable. Uh, Who's going to win? I mean, Carson's always questionable. Sure. You have to expect from him. But, uh, you know, the Rams are coming off that tough loss to Arizona. And I think it was just a bit of a letdown from, you know, beating the Bucks the week before. Right, um, totally. But I, the Seahawks, you know, they had that win against the Niners. But the Niners are also banged up. I mean, to me, the Rams, I mean, I know they lost Arizona, but I think they are the best team in that division. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to go out and sadly enough for – Russ and the Seahawks, I think they're going to put on a show. Uh, that offense, you know, back in the day, they were called the greatest show on turf, those Rams with uh, yes, Kurt Warner. I think they're kind of back into that area. They've got a cannon arm quarterback in Matt Stafford. Yep. They have an insane talent in Cooper Cup. They have other guys that are around him just being overshadowed because Cup's been so good. I mean, you still have Robert Woods, who's an animal yeah. and could go off at any time. Daryl Henderson's really good. So uh, I, I think I'm I'm just very excited um, yeah. to see this game. But again, my my big thing with Thursday night divisional matchups is anything can happen. Yeah, certainly. There's some weird magic on Thursday nights that just make games crazy, especially when they're inside a division. So you know, I'm sitting here thinking that the Rams are going to kind of handle them, but it it could be an actually good game and we could get mm-hmm. get our popcorn out and have yes. a good time. Yeah, Lane Kiffin, shout out. Um, Seahawks, I mean, these are, I think it's going to be offensive heavy. I like the Rams. I like the over. Hopefully, you go to a great game. 
it's going to be what, like chilly fifties, a little bit windy in Seattle. Don't know if that'll affect Stafford and the dome boys from LA a little bit. Yeah, he um, played for Detroit, played up in green Bay. He, he'll be yeah, fine. True. Yes. He's, he's got the NFC North tundra under his belt. I like what you said, the letdown factor after beating Tampa Bay, you lay an egg against the really good Arizona Cardinals team Seahawks. You lose to the Vikings. Uh, not great. Then you bounce back against San Francisco. Maybe a letdown here. We'll see. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. I mean, we, we talked about the fact that if you struggle to beat the Vikings, you're kind of questionable. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I think if the Seahawks are just play calling away from being a great team, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is by far your best player. Just give him the damn ball. Right. Let him go out and make the plays. Tyler Lockett is insane. Turn him loose. Metcalf is a freak of nature. Yeah. Just let Russ go out there and do his thing. Every time he goes out there and does his thing, the Seahawks are competitive in whatever way. I mean, their defense, yeah, it's questionable. It's not It's not the Legion of Boom anymore. No. But, I mean, I would, I would uh, go out and say their offense, if they give Russ the ball, is the Legion of Zoom. Yes, no, that's they they could definitely be incredible if they just let Russ be Russ. Ready for another great football matchup tonight and this weekend. Uh, Ricky Larson, appreciate you each week, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Very good. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate it.